Right now that time, 818, you're tuned to WGNS, your good neighbor station, and we have with us this morning. You know, I, I can't even introduce you until I get a little Parks and Rec. You know, I was wondering about that. I, yeah. I thought you had forgotten about that, Scott. No, no. Here, here it goes. Okay, here we go, everybody. Does that make you feel more at home? Is that... Yes. Like, like you're part of a sitcom yeah. moment. Yeah, so now I feel like I can actually talk about Parks and Recreation. You know, I've been lobbying for this for years. And I think we've done this show hundreds of times. And Thousands. I was thinking, what else would get us in more of a, a better spirit and a mood to talk about Parks and Recreation? Of course, it's the theme song to the show, Parks and Recreation. Yeah, we have uh, Nate Williams and Thomas Laird in studio. <laughs> in studio. I mean, you guys are live. Hello, right here. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Parks and Rec this morning. The show or what we do? A uh, little of both. We'll mix it all together so people don't know what's real, what's not. You know, it's it's interesting because people ask, I think Thomas and I both, about the show all the time. Do they really? Oh, yeah. And they're and like, is it really like the show? And my answers just become absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. 100% yep. it has. We have all those characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. good. That's So so one of the things uh, coming up, I guess, is a, a ribbon cutting yeah. within the Murphy's Bro parks department scott we are so excited uh this friday at 10 a.m uh, we're going to be doing the ribbon cutting for our newly renovated i guess completely replaced playground between pavilions one and two at barfield crescent park so uh, that's something that we've been working on in partnership it was completely funded it was a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar playground that's been installed and it's uh probably uh one of the best ones we have now i think the community is going to be really excited to come out and enjoy that so uh, we've got that ribbon cutting at 10 a.m. this Friday, and, and we can't say enough about how much we appreciate Blue Cross Blue Shield and their partnership. They've made this so uh, easy for us as part of their Healthy Places grant for us to uh, work through and, and add this amenity. In the meantime, replace a playground that had seen a lot of love over the past 20 years. Now, is this the first time Blue Cross has, uh, you know, built or? paid for a playground in the city uh, for us yeah so this is a new initiative of theirs i think they give out uh, 12 or so grants a year we uh, fortunately won one of those last year and, and um, we're able to do it and it's very simple uh, we we show them the space that needs it uh, talk about how we're going to you know keep it kind of a healthy place and uh, and they uh, chose us thankfully uh, and have been great to work with and now we have a beautiful beautiful new playground and i hope people can come out uh, after 10 o'clock on this Friday, come enjoy uh, our ribbon cutting with us and then play on the playground. Uh, bring water. It might be a little warm. It probably will be. <laughs> so, you know, it, did, it gave us the opportunity, too, to, uh, to look at that area and uh, come up with some ideas of how we can make, you know, the pavilions and the landscaping and uh, some of those other areas uh, look a little bit better to match really that new playground. So our staff has just done a tremendous job looking at it and adding some new things along with that playground. Is this new playground bigger than the one that was there? Absolutely. It is. It's uh, got a different type of surface. It's got a rubberized surface. Uh, and the thing, it has everything for all ages, even uh, adults' fitness equipment out there. So uh, they're strategically placed. We've got some swings, too, which we always need more of when we get to really to the fundamentals of parks and recreation. We need more swings. Everybody talks about ball fields, pickleball yeah. courts, stuff like that. We need more swings. You know, those are those are something that are always popular. for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you, if, that, if you were an elected official, yeah, what would you say? Swings on every corner. Swing. Yeah, bring more swings. Why yeah. not? So. Uh, what about the playground that the other one, the smaller playground that is in the park? Is that, that one? That one has been replaced as well. Okay. Uh, it's completely new playground. It's a landscape structures playground, which is uh, the same type of playground we have at the Miracle Field. So uh, it, while it is smaller, it is very nice pieces of equipment. I'm going to head over there when we get off work. 
Absolutely. You know, hang out at the playground yes. for a while. Well, come out there Friday. Enjoy some uh, time. With 10 o'clock. Friday. 10 o'clock okay. Friday morning. Sounds and good. I'll turn up the air conditioner in the park just a little good. bit. Thank you about that. Yeah. So. <laughs> but the breaking news of the day, Scott, is the pool at Sportscom Borough Beach opens today at 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, we've had an unforeseen remodel uh, where we had to replace some uh, drain lines and plumbing and and completely renovate the dress the locker rooms uh, but the pool and locker rooms everything is opening today we're very excited about that and i know uh, the general public is it's been a hot one without an outdoor pool <laughs> yeah you know the heat index today is gonna reach 102 so it, it's gonna be a good day to swim great day to go to the pool is the water really warm there I think uh, uh-huh. it's probably mid-80s right now. Okay. Uh, we have different ways we can try to keep the water just a little bit cooler. and uh, It's refreshing. <laughs> to throw some ice. You know, a long time ago, uh, when I was lifeguarding, it got so hot, I forgot what year it was, but it was uh, triple digits for like four days in a row, and we had to get an airifier that sprayed the water in the air to keep the uh, water cooler than 90-something I never degrees. heard of that. Yeah. So it's like this big piece of equipment that big pump that just throws water from there and it just circulates it up in the air interesting and it really works I mean, but, but now we have the the slides yeah and we've got the, the water feature the playground features and stuff like that so that moving that water that moving water helps keep it cooler instead of just sitting and sitting and baking, baking. yeah now the, what happened to lead to the pool closing initially i know you have yeah. a project and then one yeah. thing goes to another you know this is one of those things i can say i think uh, some of our regular visitors to borough beach have have questioned why we started this type of project right before the pool started and the simple answer i can go into all the details but we just had a simple drain replacement in the shower project uh, when we opened that up just a little bit we saw a significant damage to the piping where it was inoperable so our showers our commodes everything where water ran in the bathrooms uh, was not going straight you know and the pipe was crushed we just had issues and we couldn't ignore it. we couldn't just patch that so uh, the simple version of what we had to do is cut up every single piece of basically sewer line that goes to the outside of the building uh, from uh, right next to the gym and both men's and women's locker room and cut those all the way up so we have to cut the concrete dig down uh, it's a really complicated a project a lot of moving parts hand digging yeah uh, so labor intensive it was just completely unexpected it was something we were going to have several weeks done before the pool opened and then out of nowhere it's, you're looking at something you can't ignore uh, otherwise we'd have detrimental failure uh, at some point that but the bottom line is, Sportscom's outdoor pool is now yeah. open. open today at 10 o'clock. 10 our o'clock. staff has okay. been working really hard to get it cleaned up, ready to go. Our contractors just left yesterday, so we opened it as soon as we could uh, this morning. Uh, so uh, our lifeguards are ready, our aquatic staff is ready, uh, and uh, I'm proud of them. They, they looked at their schedule, and they've come up with a new way to kind of extend maybe some pool hours uh, for the public who want to enjoy the pool, who didn't have a season that stays warmer. So we're going to try to extend some weekend hours and do some – uh, unique things throughout the week where maybe some moms and kids have opportunities to swim and that type of thing. How long is the outdoor pool actually open? I mean, when does it close for the year? You know, I don't have that date in front of me, but we'll get that to you because uh, we've changed that because typically it's Labor Day. We close. 
Um, but I, I've got that information on my desk, and I'll send that out, and maybe you could help us later send out the information about the new schedule. That that would be helpful. Yeah, I'll call some friends, let them know, hey, listen to what I just learned. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that's, that. That's what I'm here for. I'll send you some other assignments later today, <laughs> <too>, Scott. <laughs> Again, we're talking about Murfreesboro Parks and Rec this morning. Thomas Laird and Nate Williams in studio with us today. Um, so in addition to Borough Beach reopening today at 10 and new playground opening that's friday also at 10 right yeah so uh, what else is happening at 10 o'clock this week uh, uh, toddler time on friday okay <laughs> toddler time <laughs> so it's this uh, toddler things. time is our um longest running program that's been consistent in our department uh, outside of movies under the stars but a weekly program throughout the course of the year uh, and it's toddler time with thomas so i've seen hundreds of kids my kids are participated uh, and I have one takeaway. It's a great program for kids to get in, uh, learn interaction skills, learn some music stuff, uh, get some uh, fitness tidbits uh, of how they can move and stuff like that. But the biggest thing I've ever learned from Toddler Time with Thomas is never try to fill in for Todd Thomas on Toddler Time. <laughs> because the first thing those three-year-olds will tell you is that you're not Mr. Thomas. That's funny. <laughs> and they let you know right up front. Right? Uh, immediately, right. yeah. Right. I, good, good. But nobody can be as entertaining as that. No. I mean, it's it's a no. futile effort. Yeah. I tried it a few times. <laughs> it's uh, character builder is what I like to call it, Scott. Now, another cool thing that is happening is the expansion of Barfield Park yeah. because mm-hmm. how many more acres were acquired recently? Yeah, just over 70 acres. Uh, so the simple version of that, we had some property we were surplusing at McKnight Park uh, that really had been, you know, uh, where the, the airport has grown um, it, it's a multi-purpose field that doesn't get as much use. So we're just right under six acres uh, that was purchased in the 70s with uh, grant funding from the lo- uh, local um, grant funding for from Parks and Recreation Fund from the state. So when we purchase that, what we have to do if we want to surplus that is purchase another piece of property of the same or more value. So we were looking around. We've been working on this for a few years, and we found a farm uh, to the south side, it's just over 70 acres off of Hemlock Drive uh, at Barfield. So, uh, it, so it, it touches Barfield. Yeah, it, land that was already. part of the process. It had to be contiguous with an existing park. And you said you and just then, found it. I, y'all didn't notice this before. We had known seen it for a long time. So <laughs> we had looked and we talked to the property owner, who was tremendous to work with, and um, had a desire to see that property be preserved as parkland. So. You know, the people who ask us, what are you going to do, build soccer fields, build baseball fields? This, the answer is no. We're going to preserve that piece of property. We'll use it kind of as our natural resources hub with the facilities that are there and put some trails in so the public can enjoy it and extend the trails at Barfield Crescent Park. It's really close to the mountain bike trail. Um, so we're, we're really we're really excited to add that um, and, and hopefully within the next year be able to get some more access to it. You know, the cool thing about Barfield Park here in Murfreesboro is that you've got so much forest there you got yeah. so much wooded area th- that you don't see in other cities for a, yeah. a city park we're over 400 acres and i think uh <clears throat> murfreesboro is really lucky and when they were looking at this development in the 90s um, we're fortunate for the foresight that went into that because like you said other local parks and recreation agencies don't have that type of property usually it's limited to 50 acres or less so we have almost like our own wilderness area um, that we can preserve and maintain and it's probably our most popular park Um, but it's more akin to what a state park is when people are looking you know for hiking and that type of thing and then the mountain bike trail that's something else that a lot of cities don't have with their parks department yeah that's right did you get your mountain bike yet no dust dust that thing off i know 
Get, get the suspension ready, and you know we got we got to get out there and ride some. That's Scott, right. To, to put it in perspective, uh, Central Park in New York is 843 acres, I think. Oh wow! I so didn't, I, Barfield Park, <clears throat> Crescent Park is half the size of Central Park, which is ten uh, times safer too. Right. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is much safer. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh -huh. but at Barfield Park, unlike you know Central Park in New York, you don't have those street vendors and entertainers who are out there doing right. performances. I wish you did, though. Well, yeah. sometimes we did. We, we <laughs> have ever been to the uh, Halloween Bash? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah. We have different times where we have all kinds of entertainment out there. So, um, what's amazing is that type of park is, like I said, we're fortunate to have it because we can have a. A regional destination ball tournament that's happening on the same day where we can have an event at the wilderness station and a disc golf tournament yeah. it's it, we have two three events same time and uh, the users at barfield park uh, are very courtesy of each other and you know the walkers and the disc golfers and the ball players we rarely have problems uh, with those groups interacting that's good uh, that's you don't have mountain bikers running across a disc golf right, course exactly good <laughs> now on the mountain bike trail because for folks who don't know about it, who may be new to the area, tell us a little bit about that and when did it open? Yes, yeah, so we've been open for two years now. Uh, we've got all of our signage in, and it's a trail that uh, we have a beginner, intermediate, and advanced trail. But, you know, anybody who's biked out there would say it's more of a difficult trail. So uh, it's more technical, and I think anybody can try it. So the big thing that we always tell people is make sure you have the right equipment. Uh, go to one of our bike shops in town, get them to look at your bike, make sure your helmet's up to date, and see what other type of uh, tidbits they might offer based on what you have. But uh, I, I've seen a lot of people, I've biked out there quite a bit, and I've seen a lot of people who started biking out there, never had a mountain bike before, and ended up getting a nicer bike and then making this kind of a daily thing. And it's a workout, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, so you think I could just head over there and start on the more difficult trail would that be a good starting point for me i don't think so scott you know <laughs> i've i've ridden a lot of mountain bikes but i stay away from the advanced trail um, i've been back there watching the really good people uh, that have done it and it's really it's it's so awesome what, what, what is on what sets the advanced trail apart from the beginner trail yeah so lots of rocks uh, that you're hopping and then lots of drops so there's a couple areas where you have an opportunity to either take kind of a three foot drop or there's mm -hmm. one you could take a seven foot drop oh wow seven foot yeah i don't do that yeah. that sounds painful that sounds like you scott yeah, yeah. yeah you look like a seven foot i'm drop all over guy. that one there. yeah it sounds good but it's amazing the first time i saw some of those good riders out there you watch them and it's you know it's like watching them hike on a bike how they get up and move around so. that's pretty cool and that's open what every day Day. Yep, same Barfield same Park. daylight hours as Barfield. Uh, we'll put it on Facebook if it closes due to weather. We do uh, protect that as far as erosion and some of those other things that are you know naturally intrusive to the trail. Where do you park and where do you go in for the mountain bike side? Yeah, so what you do is you turn on to uh, Oak Meadow and you turn on Field Crest off of 231. It's the back side of the park. Um, and then you go down, turn right on Hemlock, and there's signage of how to get to the mountain bike trail. So it's sort of behind what used to be a, a little bar right bottles and cans em empty, bottle, em empty bottle yeah so like it's that. back a little bit to the right of that okay. so yeah and then google has picked up on that well too as far as where to park yeah. uh, after so many people were trying to find it so yeah. that was the bar that wasn't rescued yeah it was, it was but it was on <laughs> that show bar rescue it was but changed they, the name over and then uh, yeah, still couldn't rescue it disappeared after that <laughs> So, so Barfield Park, you got the mountain bike course, all that. You got more land. Um, what's next? What else you got? Yeah, you know, I think if we're sticking with Barfield, I think this is a time of year where people are struggling. You know, my wife 
talks about all the time. We, we hike a lot. We like to get outside. And right now, you know, it's 100 degrees outside. It's difficult. So you know, there is opportunities. I think people, especially if you want to get out early, we open our greenway very early at daylight. Uh, and a lot of our trails open the same time. So I'd encourage people to get out and enjoy those things early. Uh, or maybe go over to Sportscom, Patterson, uh, the Senior Center, and see what type of activities we have going on indoor that keep you active and moving. So I know we've got a ton of stuff right now uh, that has been added new uh, since the, the Senior Center's been added into the Parks and Recreation Department. Um, that has just really just exploded. And the patronage out there, getting people in after COVID, they've done a tremendous job in as far as the programs that we offer. Then, of course, we also have all the greenways, and, you, you know, mm-hmm. you mentioned that getting there early and all that, but how many miles of greenway trail do we have at this point? Yes, yeah, so we're closing in uh, on 18. We've got over 15 now of this traditional Stones River Greenway. Then we've got 1.37 miles over uh, on the North Murfreesboro Trail, and something that we're really excited about is we're about to start Phase 2 with the North Murfreesboro Trail. Uh, that's at Central Valley Road and going towards Smyrna. So uh, that's another one. This is funded by the Corps of Engineers, the federal government, and this is 100% funded. And what they do is they maintain the or they they make the improvement to the property, and we take it on as a long-term lease, like 70 years, and then maintain it as a park. So it's a, it's a win-win. It's one, become one of our more popular sections of trail between Walter Hill and Central Valley. I was out there a couple of weekends ago at uh, Walter Hill. There's this little kid in the river fishing with his dad. And, man, he pulled in this great big gar. The thing mm-hmm. looked like it could eat wow. him. You know, it, it was scary looking. Yeah, huge. But a lot of people fish out there. Yeah, yeah. we're uh, also something I think people would be curious about and excited to hear. We're in the process. We've had it designed. But Walter Hill, uh, you, did you go to Walter Hill Park? I did. I did. Was it a little rough when you pulled in? It always has been. It always has been. <laughs> so um, we recognize that. We know uh, the improvements that need to be made. We'd also have some stormwater uh, maintenance projects that we're working on in combination. So we're about to redo the entry. Uh, that'll be going to bid pretty soon. But the entry, parking area, and then also some stormwater elements as well. Is there room to expand that park someday? I mean, does the city own the land? right to the right of it no the state owns that um so and that's protected land due to a a, a species of plant um but uh it's not going to be developed and i think walter hill there's tremendous opportunity at walter hill we use it a lot for our programming i think uh, it'll be interesting to see once we can make these improvements to walter hill what else we can do out there and how much more it will be utilized especially since we'll have the greenway and we'll have more like three miles of trail instead of one Point three seven miles of trail and then right around the corner from the walter hill dam you got you know the central valley road area mm-hmm. that you were talking about now right there at the central valley road greenway entrance or you know right. where you park and all that you can also bring your horses there yeah. right so yeah there's an equestrian trail that heads uh down and it connects to a broader uh you know network of trails that you can access so it's, it's great once we do uh, start construction that part of the trail will be closed down because uh, they have to intersect uh, the equestrian trail with the new trail multiple times. So we'll try to do the best we can to keep people educated on when that might be accessible again. But anytime we start uh, you know, a construction project, we try to do our best to explain when it might be shut down, what usage might be. Uh, the simple version is that Central Valley Trailhead will be impacted by this construction. We're trying to come up with the exact plan of how, uh, but you know, I know there's a lot of people who've made that their daily routine, and we're going to do the best we can to communicate with them about the changes that they can see over the next you know year 
Again, we're talking about Murphy's Bro Parks and Rec. We're going to take a short break, if that's okay with y'all. Uh, so, uh, we'll come back. Thomas, you good? That. It's necessary. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, so we'll come back in just a second, talk more about Murphy's Bro Parks and Rec. And, and one thing that is coming up that we'll mention when we come back, but I'll just kind of highlight it right now. Uh, Special Olympics, that's right around the corner. And there was something else that's around the corner, too. Uh, we're hosting a health fair for special needs. That's right. Okay, so we'll get to all that right after this. Time right now, 837. We'll check on the weather first. You're tuned to WGNS. A few spotty showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon with a blend of clouds and sunshine developing in a high in the mid-90s. Winds out of the north of 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 72. Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City. Come see us at 919 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. Don't let fleas get the jump on your pet. Stop by Animal City for premium flea and tick protection to keep your pet safe. Here at Animal City, we are longtime pet lovers and pet keepers. We also carry a variety of hard-to-find products for your specialty pets. Come see us and let our 30 years worth of experience be helpful for you. You can find Animal City at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. One of the things when we were looking at trying to craft our menu to help those who are dieting is the side dishes. A lot of times we were so used to eating starches and unhealthy side dishes. In addition to our spinach, which we've had on the menu from the start, we've added zucchini and green beans, but we've also added broccoli. The broccoli is properly steamed so it's not too soft and not too hard. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week at Demas's. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system. WGNS listeners get $50 off. 615-930-0088. A whole house air purifier. 615-930-0088. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner and we salute our veterans. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. I was sent first to radio school. Then, when I finished that, I was sent to Yuma, Arizona, to gunnery school. Dr. Charles Edwin Howard, a World War II veteran. And here we started out with shotguns on the back of a pickup truck, standing up, and we fired at discs, thrown out, went around big circle. We went from that to a place where we sat, and they showed pictures of airplanes coming out of the side and front and so forth, and we fired a light gun at these. Then they sent me to Savannah, Georgia, and there we met the crew that we would fly with. Dr. Howard was in the U.S. Air Force. November of 1943, we got on the Ile de France, the old iconic luxury ship. I was uh, 13 floors down from the top. It was very uh, sickening and very hot, bad, slept in a hammock. It took us quite a few days to get across. Oh, I was sick almost all the time. So was everybody else. But uh, we finally docked right out of Glasgow, Scotland. We got in a truck and drove to a place called Defum Green. That was a little village, and all around this village was the base, 452nd Palm Group. And that was my assignment. 
This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veterans. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard. Capstar.com. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. We're Rutherford County's place to talk. tuned to WGNS. We have with us this morning from Murfreesboro Parks and Rec, the director, Nate Williams, and then also Thomas Laird. And, and Thomas, I always mess up on your title. What? Assistant director. Assistant director. Extraordinary. <laughs> well, I always want to say <laughs> assistant supervisor or, you know, just stuff like that. I, right. I implement whatever word comes well, to Well, I've been assistant coordinator, coordinator, supervisor. So we, we've all held all kinds of different titles. And titles. names, depending on how mad somebody <laughs> exactly. is. Or, okay, exactly. Good, good. Again, talking about Murfreesboro Parks and Rec right here, of course, in Murfreesboro. Yep. It's amazing. You know, yeah. it's wild that you're in Murfreesboro and the name of it's Murfreesboro Parks and, and Rec. And we have a, a phenomenal department, award-winning department. department too. Hey, how many employees now does Parks and Rec have? You know, it's funny. I checked on that the other day. Um, this blows a lot of people's minds. But between full-time and part-time, we have 371 right now. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, I guess because mm-hmm. you also have programs like the Senior Center. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of stuff that people don't think about. Well, basketball officials and, and scorekeepers for all the sports and, uh, you know, lifeguards. There's part-time, 40 to full-time. And, yeah. Right, right. So, and so you know, there's a, a lot of people make this happen. Yeah, I, I was looking at totally off the subject, unrelated, but I was looking at the number of flight instructors who teach people how to fly at mtsu there's like over 100 flight instructors you wow. know i mean you just never know how right. big something is until you look mm-hmm. at all the full-time part-time workers exactly uh, so anyway okay before the break we we mentioned special olympics right around the yep. corner wasn't held last year because of covid right and special olympics of course we are the special olympics track meet uh it's been two years that we haven't been able to have that. Uh, we had the bowling tournament in 2019. Of course, then the pandemic hit. Uh, last year was shut down. But Special Olympics at the state level is opening things back up and allowing activities. Uh, so here in Rutherford County, which is Area 16, uh, we've started scheduling things. We've got some uh, golf competitions that our athletes are going to. Uh, and then Saturday, we're having uh, Oakland high school is hosting a flag football camp this is for youth and adults it's free uh you can go to the 
uh, Area 16 Special Olympics Facebook page to get all the details. Uh, but it, it's simply a RSVP sign up genie. Uh, put your name down and attend. Uh, but it's it's just a chance to get back, get some fitness in, to get some football. We'll also be taking registration for our Advantage football, which is uh, football. Our flag football for individuals with special needs uh, disabilities uh, and then those teams will be assembled out of the advantage program to go on and compete uh, at the regional and state levels uh, believe it or not we have a uh, a basketball team a unified basketball team that'll be going to the usa games in in june of next year which is a huge deal uh, for them to qualify uh, and be able to go to the Disneyland or Disney World Resort and, and participate in those games. Now, are there uh, volunteer positions that are open if somebody wants to help out? Right. We always have volunteers. We have a volunteer coordinator who works with both Special Olympics and the Miracle League, and that is Angie Keaton. Uh, so, yeah, they can contact uh, Parks and Recreation or, or go on to the website, MercerboroParks.com, uh, and connect with us through the miracle league miracle field uh, but we're also the, uh, having a health fair one of our athletes uh, has been in special olympics for years and years and he actually was a national golf competitor uh, but he's taking more of a leadership role and uh, so he's on the state board and they've asked all of their athlete ambassadors to do some type of program so we've we've worked with bradley and we're He's hosting a health fair at Sportscom on August 21st uh, from 10 to 12, and that's for anyone with a physical uh, or intellectual challenge. Uh, parents come out. There will be a lot of resources there, a lot of vendors. Uh, Special Olympics also will have schedules for or activities and different programs that they you can participate in throughout the year. Uh, so Special Olympics has really expanded. It used to be they had a track meet in the spring, uh, and then there was a, a bowling tournament in the fall. Uh, and so now we have ongoing programs where we're able to send basketball teams and, and uh, flag football teams. They practice and compete on the different levels. So, uh, and, and, Nate, you wanted to interject. You raised your hand. Did I raise my hand like we were in a debate or something? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I had a thought, and I didn't want to forget it. But, uh, you forgot it. <laughs> I, I cannot really, but I feel like it's the wrong timing, and I'm sorry I did not mean to raise my hand. I was just I was thinking Thomas was talking about one of our events and, and how we can get information out about it. And so much of what we're doing, he talked about MurfreesboroParks.com. Uh, when the Rec Connection comes out this fall, uh, so that's a, a document, that's a program guide that people have gotten used to over the years. Like that has, magazine. Yeah, and it has all the information. It's going to look a little bit different. We're really excited about the changes that we're making in that. But uh, for programming for information, Information specific to schedules and stuff like that we're trying to get everybody we can to go to murfreesboroparks.com click on the area you're interested in or the calendar and you can see everything that's going on and it's more up to date it stays fresh it's not a stagnant you know document that stays for three months so the rec connection is going to look a little bit different as far as uh, the highlighting facilities and times you can use those facilities and the amenities of those facilities along with big special events but uh, we're trying to, the best we can to for the people who use our parks and use our facilities. Go to MurfreesboroParks.com. That will get you, uh, I guarantee, uh, where you need to be or the person you need to be in touch with if you're curious about a specific topic. And then, of course, it, all of our facilities have Facebook pages. I know a lot of people uh, utilize Facebook, yeah. Facebook, but you can go to the uh, Parks and Recreation main Facebook page. Uh, but also, each area you're interested in, athletics has a, a Facebook page, uh, Sportscom has a page. Every 
area has a, a page specific to that. So and now I, I know, of course, frisbee golf, disc golf. That's under Parks and Rec. But what about regular golf, the local golf courses? Is that under Parks and Rec? So golf is its own department. Uh, We work with Trey and his staff, and they are tremendous to work with as far as uh, a lot of times they help us with some of their pros, get our kids that are involved with our community center programs uh, involved with the game of sport and teach them the fundamentals and stuff like that. But the golf course is a separate department uh, from Parks and Recreation. Now, another thing coming up would be the middle half, half marathon, Murfreesboro middle Mm -hmm. half. What, what, What is the official title? The middle half. Middle half, okay. The middle half. It is scheduled for October 9th. Uh, But registration, uh, the discounted registration uh, ends August 1st, and the price will go up. So if you haven't got entered into the middle half, uh, go to to our, our, our website or middle half and go to their website and get registered. We encourage everybody to get registered now or the price will go up and they miss that early bird discount. So So we missed last year with the middle half uh, because of COVID, just like so many other things. But uh, we are so excited to partner with middle half and how we work with Parks and Recreation uh, to be able to put the event on. Uh, And something that's really cool is that the route changed from previous years. Uh, So we start and end downtown Murfreesboro. So uh, it, it's we start right in front of the Central Magnet School and end over there right on the square right in front of City Cafe and it's just a fun environment we'll have music going on uh, and a lot of things happening that day so I, I'm looking at the official ticker on the middle half website and uh, looks like 537 spots remain open for people to register so, to run yeah and that'll fill up a lot so I'm encouraging people especially before the price increases on August 1st get out there buy your ticket I've seen uh, I can't give away too much information, uh, but I've seen a lot of what's going to be coming as far as with with your registration, what you get along with the race get and a the lot race of shirts. This year. Yeah, some really really cool stuff uh, that people so aren't expecting. You can enter it, and if, too. if you don't finish the race, at least get, you get you know, the, free the sunglasses. Free. Yeah, right, you get yeah. your swag bag. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think this year uh, we're getting back to running. You know, that's that's what we're trying to do as a community. We're excited about that. I, I serve on the board for the middle half, and just seeing everybody's excitement, trying to get people back together and the community of running is really fun i even went out and bought some running shoes i was so excited oh, cool yeah I've, so I've, i'm jogging i'm not running i'm jogging well, I, do you have the shoes on now i don't oh, okay. uh, they're not good running shoes i have on now and <laughs> they actually haven't uh, come in from fleet feet yet but i've got to pick them up so I, but i bought them so that yeah. means i'm that means getting a close lot. that means so you're a running to get registered before the, uh, i've get, you know that day i'm busy but Monday. maybe the day after, we're, we're a little bit wild, wild that day. But maybe the day, the day after, I can get uh, somebody to help me run the hey, course. We can cover for that, you. No, you, you know what? I like work. <laughs> now, don't let that be an excuse. The race is only open to 1,500 people. So if you already have 530, well, there's over 900 already registered. So Right. Uh, we Not, feel confident it'll fill up. I'm and sure, yeah. So. Uh-huh. Now, I, for some reason, I thought I remembered the first year of the race, it, there was like over 2,000 runners. Yeah, so, you know, races have changed uh, throughout the years, and this is something that, that all races have seen just a little bit of a drop. But I think we're so excited to see the middle half back, and I think the community is excited, and especially with the new course. Uh, we can expect it to fill up. I think there's going to be a sense of urgency to get into this race, uh, especially since we missed last year. So uh, we're going to, you know, pack it 
in as much as we can. I know the organizers of the race are, are really excited. And like I said, there's some unique things out there uh, that, that I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised by and uh, incentivize them. Like I said, though, it, it'll start filling up. We don't want people to miss out. So register early uh, before that price goes up because that's when a lot of people have decided they want to run. Just, and, like, just like me, but I'm just so busy, you know. And really, you know, <laughs> we have such a beautiful square and you know the race now the new the new route it really kind of highlights that area because when folks come off they enjoy the square and you know the courthouse and the landscaping is is just beautiful around there so uh it's uh, runners love coming to this course it's, it's not flat. a lot of hill yeah. right and not yeah. a lot of hills it's a, and just a beautiful beautiful route you know like us runners like to talk about it's a uh, me included yeah you're included with that now now this is a course where a lot of people set their own personal record they pr on their half marathon i've got a brother who is a tremendous runner i'm serious about that but and he's been training hard for this race because he wants to beat his pr and uh, i think he's going to do it and it's really just exciting to see uh, the community getting back to running you see groups of people running and i think that's therapeutic that's what people need you know so they're doing that uh, and we're, we're, we're just always excited to be part of it and present this event uh, on behalf of the city in partnership with the middle half, and uh, we're excited. Well, you know, the, the pandemic has created some new uh, interest levels. So uh, the Greenway, the walkers, the runners, the, the people enjoying nature has increased tremendously. The, the disc golf you spoke about earlier, disc golf has exploded uh, and while we don't want to say a whole lot, but we are working to expand our, our disc golf capabilities. And we're getting close to having another solution, uh, an, an, another place for our golfers to play. Is that what we call a teaser in this business? Yeah, that exactly what that is. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was good. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll tell you about it in a year. No. <laughs> uh, next month. No, also, okay, so we, we covered most of the park stuff here. Uh, Cannonsburg, you know, that's also mm-hmm. under Parks and Rec. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if there is room to expand there in the future, but, you know, at one point I heard talks of maybe even building a, a large performance venue outdoors near Cannonsburg or on their property. You know, that's something we always have. We master planned that, that facility years ago to look at what might be able to come. So we've got a lot of improvements. You know, Cannonsburg was built in 1976 as a bicentennial project at one third place in the nation as a bicentennial project. So r- what we're right now working on is our these buildings, uh, we're trying to make sure they're here for a long time. So uh, we're working on a lot of roofs, a lot of rechinking of these buildings. Uh, uh, making but, everything ADA accessible, right. that's a top priority as well. In the meantime, uh, the programming staff out there, we've added some staff and that are working really hard to really uh, show Cannonsburg in a unique way and uh, be able to get your kids to experience uh, what Cannonsburg has to offer in the blacksmith shop and the art league uh, and all the different things that happen out there with the antique auto club and all of that so uh, a lot has been happening out there it's a great location uh, right off of Town Creek uh, in downtown Murfreesboro on Front Street and you can do free self-guided tours uh, it's open you know Tuesday through Saturday for that type of thing and it's a great place to go have your lunch it's a uh, on a trailhead too for the Greenway so a uh, lot to see out there I was out there yesterday Thomas and I were out there for a meeting and there, you know there were dozens of people just randomly at uh, 10 a.m. just walking around and seeing and, seeing the facility and there's event space to, for rental and of course a wedding venue we have the chapel so so, uh, you know, if you need to have a baby shower or, or you know, a meeting, we, there's space there at Cannonsburg that you can rent. Uh, you know, we have space to rent for anyone looking for that 
in most all of our facilities patterson has a rate a great conference center sportscom has a really nice meeting room uh and the mcfadden community center has a couple of really nice meeting rooms bradley museum mm -hmm. so if you're looking to have a meeting or or just a family gathering contact the parks recreation department we've got a lot of really good spaces uh that are very affordable uh and for your parties or events is the tractor collection still there at Kennedy's Absolutely. It's the Omri Rollins tractor shed and Dr. Rollins was responsible for donating most of those tractors and it's it's really fascinating how you can yeah. walk around there and see a lot of implements and I think one mm -hmm. of the coolest things is when you're there and you see a, a grandfather bring a grandson and how their face kind of lights up telling the story of how they used a similar piece of equipment yeah and one of the coolest tractors is a Porsche tractor it is yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. It, it, it is. You, cool. you walk past it and you do a double take. Yeah. Like, oh, Porsche made tractors. Porsche? Yeah. Is it Porsche or Porsche? You would know. I say Porsche. Okay. But I, I have heard a lot of people say Porsche. But yeah. I've always said Porsche. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's what Porsche. I, I don't is focus about. on that too much because all I have to say is Ford. Now, so. You know what would be really cool if they had a Lamborghini tractor there too? Because you know race. that's what they started at. Lamborghini started building yeah. tractors and eventually built cars wow it'd be cool to see one of those out there too you can help us find one if you want we can yeah. you know i i just had a curiosity i went to marketplace on facebook and typed in lamborghini tractor you know <laughs> and i found a lamborghini lawnmower really yeah it was like a 1980 model and it wow. was uh it was diesel but it was you know about the size of have you seen the full-size John Deere tractors? Yeah. Not tractors, but lawnmowers that are diesel? Yeah. You know, they're bigger than your average. Right, right. We've got some of those in our, in our park system. So. Well, it, it's about that size. But it was, you know, it was kind of uh, cool. You yeah, know, I thought, well, that'd cool. be a fun little project to fix up because it was in... Is that your new shape. project now? You're I renovating I, I lawnmowers? You'd be the only you know. person driving one of those. It's like 700 bucks or something. Yeah. No, it wasn't that cheap. I was oh, jeez. I think... <laughs> realistically i think the guy had a price at like four grand and it was in alabama so you know if it were cheaper that that would be right. a fun a little project, project lawnmower yeah. to fix up you know just maybe cruise yeah. around town in your lawnmower Lamborghini. you could you could enter the christmas parade with that and people would be yeah. throw candy from it I, I i'm guessing it, it wasn't zero turn though was it no well, no it was not zero turn I, and i'm guessing <laughs> if you saw it People wouldn't know it's a, really a Lamborghini lawnmower. You <laughs> Look know, at that but, guy. But it really is. Riding lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> so as we close this morning, because it's already 8.59. Wow, that flew by. It wow. did. It did. Wow. Uh, anything you want to close with? You know, I think for us, we end the same way all the time. Appreciate you always having us on, helping us get the word out about some of the things that we have going on. Uh, but for all the update, updated information, go to MurfreesboroParks.com or check out our Facebook pages, and I guarantee – uh, we have something that you'll enjoy. If not, they can just call the Parks Department. We'll Absolutely. make it happen. Yeah. Give us a call so, and we'll direct or, you, you know, in the right something, direction. If, if you go to Sportscom regularly or the Wilderness Station, if you have questions about other facilities, ask our staff. Uh, they're pretty well versed in what we have going on across the board. So, yeah. Sounds good. Nate Williams and Thomas Laird with us with Murfreesboro Parks and Rec. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank Scott. you.